Welcome to the Power in Motion podcast, the show for women who want to develop a kinder relationship with their body so you can feel healthy, happy, and confident without restricting food, doing torturous exercise, or constantly worrying about the number on the scale. I'm your host, Kim Hagel, size inclusive fitness specialist and certified non diet health and life coach specializing in body image. This podcast is here to provide weight neutral, health at every size aligned information and coaching on sustainable habits and mindset shifts so you can feel your very best in the body you have right now. Let's lace up our runners and go for a walk while we chat. Hey you, welcome back to the Power in Motion podcast. This is episode 108, and today we're beginning a new five-part series all about befriending your body. Now, we've done quite a few episodes here in the past about body image, but in this series, we're going to approach the topic of body image from a whole other angle in that we're going to focus in on creating a respectful and trusting relationship with our bodies no matter how we feel about what we see in the mirror. Because I think that's one of the biggest stumbling blocks for women when it comes to improving or healing their body image is this thought or belief that they have to then love what they look like or even just like what they look like or appreciate their body or be grateful for their body. That can really pose a barrier. But I've been thinking more and more about the relationship I have with my body. Because if you think about it, you only get one body and it has been with you and will be with you through every experience you have in life, every trip you've gone on, every hug you've experienced, every memory, every tear, your body has been with you. And the way in which you relate to your body can make or break your experience of existing in your body. I would venture to say that our relationship with our body is the longest and most important relationship we will ever have. So hopefully by addressing the topic of body acceptance or body image in this way, it'll hit home for you and really make a difference in how you think about your body and your body image from now on. So on today's show, we're going to really dig into what I mean by being in a relationship with your body. Like what in the actual heck is that about and why does it matter? I really think today is going to be full of aha moments and revelations for you. And then next week, we're going to speak practically and give lots of examples about what is possible when you come into a respectful, trusting, healthy relationship with your body? What does that actually look like in real life? What does it make possible in terms of your eating and exercise, but also in the bigger, broader life sense? And then in a couple of weeks on October 4th, you're going to get to hear an interview from a current coaching client, Debbie, who's going to share her story of body acceptance and all the amazing ways her life has changed as a result of improving the relationship she has with her body. And then on October 11th, we're going to get really practical and I'm going to walk you through the exact process that I use with my clients to help you create this kind of relationship, this kind of transformation for yourself. Then finally, on October 18th, we're going to talk about all of the things that stand in the way of having the life and relationship with your body that you want, all of the fears and doubts that come up, all the obstacles. 
and how you can meet yourself where you're at with compassion, without judgment, and take radical responsibility to create the results that you do want. And it's going to be a really powerful episode. So don't miss that one. In fact, I'd actually make sure that you go and subscribe to automatic downloads for this podcast so you don't miss a beat as we go through this series because it is going to be golden. Now, throughout the series, I'll be sharing lots of examples from my own life and from clients to help illustrate the concepts for you. And though I'm going to be sharing the process of doing this work, so you will know exactly what you need to do to have the same kind of results, I want to just say knowing and doing the work are two different things. And believe me, I have full faith in you to do this work. And I also know that it's not easy to do on your own. There is a lot that can come up that can steer us off, of course, and make us give up on ourselves. So know that I am here. If you feel stuck implementing what we're talking about, then please, by all means, reach out and book a consultation with me. The consultation is free. We'll have a chat about the relationship you want to have with your body where you're feeling stuck in achieving that. And I'm going to help you flush out all of the beliefs that are getting in your way and highlight your next steps so you know exactly what you need to do to get where you want to go. And if you decide that you want support and accountability to follow through, then I will invite you into coaching and we can work together to get you where you want to go in the most efficient and effective way. Okay, so let's dig in and explore what I even mean by having a relationship with your body and how improving that relationship is actually the way to improve your body image and your eating and exercise habits and even how that extends out into your bigger life in general. So what I'd like for you to do for a moment is think of your body as if it were a separate person. Like think of it as a roommate except it's more than a roommate because this person is with you 24-7. You cannot actually get away from them. You live with them. You work together. They go with you when you go out to see your friends, when you're on dates, when you're with your spouse, when you're parenting. Like, they are always with you. And you don't really like them very much. (laughs) You don't really like her very much. Mind you, she loves you. And she works really hard for you and is always looking out for you. But you don't trust her. You feel like she's let you down. You also think she's unattractive and you point that out and criticize all her flaws. You call her names. You compare her to other people. You're really hard on her when she can't do something. You don't let her eat what she wants or eat when she's hungry. You try to control her food choices, berate her if she eats certain things. You force her to work out to burn off the food that she does eat. Or if she misses a workout, you call her lazy. You're pretty awful to her. And despite all of this, she just keeps on showing up and giving you her very best every single day. What are you thinking as you hear me describe this relationship? What kind of words would you use to describe a relationship such as this? It's pretty one-sided, right? Maybe even kind of toxic. Would you ever 
speak to another person that you were actually in a relationship with that way. Most of us would never. If that were a real life relationship with another person, I hope that you would have ended it ages ago. I'd like to think that you wouldn't tolerate that kind of treatment or language from somebody else either. But because we're talking about a relationship with your body and you only get one body, you can't end this relationship. You have this body for life. It is not going anywhere. And yet this is the reality of the kind of relationship that many of us currently have with our bodies. Now, if you're feeling confronted as I say this, there is zero judgment from me. I've been this way myself. It is absolutely not your fault if you find yourself speaking to yourself or treating yourself in this way. You were taught this. We as women have been socialized to hate our body. You were not born hating your body. I guarantee you, you were not born hating your body. I don't know if you can think back to being a little kid or if you know any little kids. There was a time where you never considered that your body was a problem. You just ate and you ran around. Everything was very intuitive. You never even considered that your body, the way that your body looked, had any meaning whatsoever. You never gave your body a thought. But from a very early age, you were taught that there's a right and a wrong way for girls to look. We're bombarded with images everywhere we look, in the movies, the magazine, now with social media, Instagram. Most of what we see are images of thin, beautiful, young women. So we begin to internalize the belief that this is what happy, confident, successful, popular, attractive women look like. And we start to believe that anything outside of that ideal is not good enough. You were also taught from a very young age that there's a right way to eat. And you were taught that eating too much or certain foods would make you fat. And you were also taught to fear fatness. I distinctly remember hearing from a very young age that I shouldn't have more than one cookie at a time or that would make me fat. Maybe you even saw your mom diet. Or comments might have been made about your body or your eating and exercise habits. You may have been forced to exercise or forced to go on a diet or restrict food. And the more of this you heard and saw, the more you started to internalize these messages and form beliefs about your own body being wrong. Chances are you can recall moments where you felt embarrassment or shame about your body and you began to disconnect from your body's innate wisdom and distrust your body's cues. You lost faith in your own hunger, fullness, and satisfaction cues because you were so afraid of gaining weight and what that would mean about you as a person. As you saw this ideal image represented everywhere you looked as the picture of health, happiness, and confidence, you learned to associate beauty and thinness to success, love, opportunity. And you started to doubt your worthiness of those things because you viewed your body as different. And so you did the most brilliant thing. You adapted. You did what you could to fit in. The feeling of belonging is our most innate human need. 
Feeling like we are accepted and loved and part of a community is more important to our survival as a species than food and shelter. In your primitive brain, that is priority number one. We must fit in. We must belong. So when you felt like your body was different and that you didn't belong because of the way your body looked, you did what you knew how to do at the time to ensure acceptance and to fit in. You started trying to control or fix your body. Perhaps you started dieting or following certain food rules, avoiding certain foods or managing your portions or using exercise just to burn calories. You started reading books, following experts, buying programs or plans and relying on external sources rather than your body to inform you about how you should eat and move in hopes that if you did everything right and follow all the rules and achieve that ideal body that you see pictured everywhere, that you would feel better, that success, happiness, confidence, love, opportunity, health, and self-acceptance, all of those things that you learned were reserved for the thin and beautiful would finally be available to you too if you could just lose the weight. What I'm saying is it makes absolute sense that you found yourself in this place of being in a dysfunctional relationship with your body. Of course, it would seem like fixing your body would fix the problem of feeling uncomfortable in your body. Except that it didn't work, did it? Let's be really honest here. Has changing your body ever truly helped you feel more accepting of yourself? Probably not, because you cannot create a positive relationship with your body by fighting it all the time. The truth of the matter is the more that we try to fix and control our body, the more dissatisfied and disconnected we feel. Losing weight or changing your body as a means to self-acceptance, it's actually the exact opposite of acceptance. Going back to this roommate example, It's the equivalent of trying to create a peaceful, loving relationship with this person that we despise by forcing them to change. By believing that if they just look different, if they were thinner, fitter, prettier, that we would like them better and the relationship would miraculously improve. Now, I don't know if you have ever been in a bad relationship with a real person before, but I know I sure have and It didn't matter what either of us tried to do to change. It only drove us further apart. The fact is, changing ourselves to try to win the approval of others or improve a relationship never works. Changing never brings us closer together because when we attempt to change ourselves, it takes us out of our authentic self. There's a very high chance that the person you're trying to please actually won't like you any better if you change for them. Some people are just impossible to please. But if they do love you better as a result of the changes you make, it actually feels really terrible because you know they don't love and appreciate the real you and it doesn't feel authentic and the problems between you just continue to grow. That's what happens when we try to change our body to win our own approval. See, this relationship with our body is just like our relationship with anyone else. Good relationships are built on respect, connection, and trust, and they really have nothing to do with looks or appearance. I mean, think right now of your very best friend. How much do looks play into your opinion of them? 
Probably not very much, right? What would you say are the things that you value about this friend? Maybe that they're fun to hang out with. They're a great listener. They're always there for you. They support you. There's trust, mutual interests, respect. And if your friend gained weight or her appearance changed in some way, how much would that affect your love and appreciation for her? I mean, it actually kind of sounds silly to ask that question, right? Because it wouldn't. Of course it wouldn't. And when it comes to working on a relationship with another human, the work is not about trying to control or fix the other person. It's about rebuilding connection, trust, and respect. And those qualities are absolutely independent of appearance. I know that you don't look at appearance as a prerequisite to trust and respect with your friends. And it's absolutely not a prerequisite for your relationship with your body either. To say it another way, this means you do not have to like how you look in order to treat yourself with kindness and respect. Kindness and respect are your birthright. You are worthy of being treated with both, even from yourself, regardless of whether you like what you see in the mirror or the number on the scale. And that's so helpful. And it's actually the key to making progress in your body image journey, because it means that you don't have to get stuck on what you're seeing in the mirror and thinking that you have to love what you see in order to reach a place of self-acceptance. What that translates to into practice is focusing your attention on the relationship you have with your body, not on your body itself. So you can stop trying to change and fix your body and you can even stop trying to accept the body you have. In fact, consider that this really isn't about your body at all. It's more about how you're treating yourself as a person. I'm suggesting that you end the fight with your body, call a truce and decide to become allies. Because wouldn't it be nicer if you and your body were friends rather than enemies? I mean, if you got to spend your whole life together, wouldn't it be a whole lot easier if you could just get along? Allying with your body means saying no more to the control, criticism and punishment knowing that those behaviors have no place in a kind and respectful relationship. Now, that doesn't mean that you'll never have negative thoughts about your body ever again, because you will. (laughs) We live in this world, you will. But you can choose not to engage with those thoughts. You can stop short of the name calling and self-deprecation. You can decide not to restrict food or force exercise just because you had a negative body thought. You can decide to carry on with your day, even if you don't like what you see in the mirror, knowing that you're going to be kind to yourself and that you're worthy of enjoying your day, no matter what you see in the mirror. And rather commit to treating yourself with kindness and respect, knowing that you're worthy of that kind of treatment at all times. That might mean feeding yourself enough food eating when you're hungry, choosing foods that you enjoy and that make you feel good, moving your body regularly in ways that help you feel and function your best, like working hard when it feels good, but then listening to your body when it's asking for gentle or a rest. It means noticing when you turn to rules or experts to tell you what's the right way to eat or move and instead tune into your own cues, listen to your own body, 
to let you know what it needs. Reconnect with your hunger, fullness, and satisfaction cues, as well as your movement cravings, and respond by giving your body what it's asking for. All of this rebuilds a sense of trust with your body. So I'm curious, what do you think would change for you if you committed to being kind and respectful to yourself no matter what? Just imagine what could become possible if you stop fighting with your body and instead focused on creating a respectful relationship with it, no matter what it looks like. Some of the things that I've noticed in myself and my clients are they have more motivation to move their body and actually enjoy it and all of the good feelings that it brings. They feel free to eat the foods that they enjoy, to truly savor those foods, and there's no food guilt. They can get a last-minute invite to go out and say yes without worrying about what they're going to wear or primp and fuss and look in the mirror for an hour, trying on outfit after outfit and feeling like they have nothing to wear that looks good. They feel confident going on trips, hikes, adventures, knowing that their body is capable of carrying through it, carrying them through it. But you know what? The possibilities extend far beyond just how they eat and exercise. Because when you're in a respectful and trusting relationship with your body, then you no longer feel held back. You have the guts to do the things you desire in life because you're not putting stuff on hold until you lose weight. Maybe that looks like feeling confident to go after your dream job or go on the first date or put yourself out there on the dating apps. Or it might be the opposite where you finally feel ready to quit that job that is sucking your soul or ending that relationship that's not going anywhere. It means having the guts to try new things, set boundaries and speak up for yourself where you truly feel powerful and on purpose. Truthfully, there's just no end to the possibility when we begin to heal our relationship with our body. And next week, we're going to dig in and explore some concrete examples that my clients have experienced. And I know you're going to feel really inspired by their stories. Until then, I want you to think about the relationship you have with your body and what kind of relationship it is that you want to create. Until then, be well and If you're ready to transform your relationship with your body, then by all means, reach out and let's chat about coaching. Thanks for tuning into the Power in Motion podcast today. If you love what you're learning here, then I invite you to take the next step of embodying these concepts into your own life so that you can live your healthiest, happiest life and never again feel held back by your body. Coaching is the fastest, most efficient pathway to taking what you know in your head to actually applying it and seeing results. Whether you're looking to make changes around movement, food, body image, or all three, I'm here to help you nurture a kind, respectful, and trusting relationship with your body so you can feel your very best. Click the link in the show notes to book a free consultation, and together we'll uncover what's getting in the way of you having the results you want. You'll leave this call knowing exactly what you need to work on, and together we'll explore whether one of my coaching offers is a good fit for you. I can't wait to meet you.